Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a movie and TV show podcast. I'm Simon. And I'm Dom. And tonight's nothing for debate is a catch up from the end of our hiatus. <laughs> Dom, in the words of Free Willy, Samana Aeon Hiatus is over. And we are back. Is this maybe the longest hiatus <laughs> I can think about? It's free Willy now. The hiatus that we've taken I, when my son was born. I mean, maybe. can you call it a hiatus? Because isn't a hiatus like a, a, like a prolonged break? Like really long? Like bands have hiatuses when they like they haven't split, but they're not recording and they're not together and they're not touring. <laughs> and then like four years down the line, they get back together because they run out of money. So we were we had like was, was it three weeks, four weeks? I don't even think it was four Maybe weeks. It might have been three weeks. Just three weeks out. Yeah. Like, this would be the fourth week. Because I, I didn't we, think we yeah. were going to record this week. This would have been the fourth week. But we decided to come mm. back because uh, mostly we missed each other. <laughs> right. And secondly... Tell, tell, <laughs> continue the conversation that we were having just before we start. So just before we started recording... I was like, let's don't talk. Let's not talk too much because let's do it here on the podcast because we have seen each other at football like once a week. It's like you don't want to talk to me. I I, like sometimes I think he doesn't want to talk to me at football. Dom, that's crazy. Do you know? Do you know? I feel like before, and we have a little stand around after, and I'm like, why doesn't he want to say anything to me? He just sort of walks off. Okay. Do you want to know? Do you want to know that this is the real truth? I. I fear that I would embarrass you. Like if I started talking to you about One Tree Hill and podcasts and Free Willy and stuff, I'm worried that like I don't want to, you know. Why the hell would that embarrass you? You, you're cool football friends. They're not my friend. Not one of them is my friend. Even the one that's my friend isn't my friend. So don't worry about that. That's me, isn't it? No, no. Like you're the only one that is actually my true friend. The one that I, you know. (laughs) You know what I mean. You know what I'm talking about. So shut up. <laughs> you wouldn't embarrass me. I always think we're standing there talking, and you go, "You're right." And I'm like, "Yeah, good man. How are you?" Yeah, like, and I'll even mention like, oh, "I'll be good to like catch up on Wednesday and this, that, and the other." And you're like, mm, "Yeah," and then you just go off and get in your car, and it's just like he doesn't want to talk to me. I'm like, okay. I, I mean, no, most of the time we have a shadow, don't we? <laughs> but that's the other thing. There's someone, sometimes there's someone else there. Mm. And so I sometimes feel a bit, I don't know if guilty is the right word, but I feel a bit like, oh, like like you and I are doing this special thing. We have our little friendship thing that we do. And so it's like, hey, I see you on Wednesday for this really cool special friendship thing we do. And um, see you later, other person, <laughs> you know. He, he always comments like in a roundabout way like about how busy you are. So he's like, oh, Simon's always like busy, and yeah, yeah, yeah. So this comes up quite, quite a bit. So it's like, like that's oh, weird. Simon's always busy, and you know, and he's always doing his podcasts and stuff like that. And I'm like, you know, that ninety percent of the podcasts <laughs> he does are with me. You know that ninety nine percent. Yeah, okay, so ninety nine percent. Yeah, there's like a one percent of margin, and I'm like, you know that that's with me. Yet why is he like the busiest man in the world, and suddenly I'm just this piece of shit that taxis you around? I don't get it. <laughs> Plus, I'm semi-retired. I mean, I'm not busy. <laughs> Basically, yeah, exactly. I'm, soon, I'm going to be unemployed, and I'm going to be knocking on your door, <laughs> going, "Please give me a job. I'll do anything." I'll paint your <laughs> you wall could always have a job here. Oh, yellow to white or whatever. get rid of the urine. Yeah. yeah, my this new room that I'm in was urine yellow until earlier. Not actual urine. It's just the color of matches your top. <sighs> Urine. This is just just the light. This is actually like a like a toffee toffee brown, like a caramel. It's this. There's no bulb. It's like fluorescent light. There's a lot that needs to change. Dom, this isn't even going to be my room. This is a temporary dwelling. Mm. I'll be out of here in a year. It's like a jail year. time. I'll be I'll be out one year. I'm done. Probation, baby. <laughs> nice. I'm out on license. I'm I tag on my foot. I'm gone. <laughs> That's not bleeping red at any point. <laughs> if I, yeah, if I leave well in, it bleeps. All right. Okay, hang on. Let's finish this point uh, and then before we move on. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. Like, literally love you like a brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm 
I'm, I'll tell you about this in a, in a, a bit later, but I'm literally writing like a chapter of a book about you. Oh my god! That's how much I love you. Who else has ever said those words to you in your 35 years of life? That's a good. That's a really good point. No one. No one's ever said. There's a whole chapter of my book that is going to be about you. Is it the shortest chapter <laughs> yeah. of the book? I haven't written it yet, it's, <laughs> but I haven't got to that bit. I'm a, I'm up to 20 years chapters old. Went, oh it's a God. long story. I thought you said chapter. Not 20 chapters. Jesus. Not 20 chapters. Like, what are you writing? An we'll encyclopedia? No, we'll get to the book. This isn't like... I didn't decide to write a book like this... I got a Christmas present from my from my mum and the Christmas present was this very expensive present where and I know because I got it I asked her to refund it because I was adamant I didn't want this to happen um but she, for Christmas she got me this thing where a ghostwriter will interview you for like 4 to 6 hours and then they will write your book. Mm-hmm. They will like write your like life story. And then you're supposed to have it and you give it to your kids and whatever. And I was like, Mum, I've just spent so much time unpacking the traumas <laughs> or whatever it may be, the obsessiveness of my life. I really don't want to talk to A, a stranger about it. And B, I don't want to write it down. Mm. Like, I really don't want to do this. Like, I really, I'm beyond, like, it's very lovely gift. Thank you so much. But please... And she was like, please just do it. Just you can do it and give it to your kid and do whatever. And I was like, I really don't want to do it. She's like, just do it. And I was like, okay, all right, I'll do it. And I was like, but I'll just make it about other people. I'll just talk about other people and how they've been like the positive people in my life. And I'll just talk about how great they are. And I was like, I'll do that. Um, so then I did, this was like months ago, ages ago. So I did these zoom interviews and this woman, this ghostwriter was all very professional, was interviewing me and this, that and the other. And then it's like, great. She goes off and she writes this book. She sends it to me literally a few days before we move. So I didn't open it for like a couple of weeks because you know, no internet, no whatever, whatever. And I read the first chapter and I just hate it. Like I hate it. I hate it. I... (laughs) I mean, there's, there's one thing you know about me. I like to be in control oh, of whatever I'm doing. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I have to be in control. And so somebody else that's written my story, so to speak, and it's just like some of the, like, the simple things are wrong and like as in some of the little facts are wrong and little things here are wrong. And, and then there's loads of... Um, I don't know how to explain it, like really exaggerated, like adjectives and metaphors and things. And, uh, and I was just like, Oh no, I'm just going to have to rewrite this. Like in my, and I thought I would just take her words and just rearrange things and whatever. And then I ended up just writing it all myself. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> I'm about halfway through. And I just thought, Oh fuck it. I'll just write it myself. And then I'll give it to them and they can, they can print it. And then they give you like five copies, like five hardback copies. So I give one, I give them to my parents and give one to F uh, and I'll save them for, you know, my child slash children if we have more. Um, And yeah, and so, but it's been quite cathartic um, writing it and it's actually quite, I mean, it's an odd exercise to like literally write out your life. You kind of, because I'm, focusing on other people but now it's now suddenly i've sort of found these trends of you kind of understand yourself a bit better mm. i don't know it's been it's been interesting but uh but there yeah go on I was just, this is why like um like lots of mental health sort of let's say advices are write shit down like write a journal or write mm. a diary or write mm-hmm. because it's it's really good for you so it's, it's not a surprise that it's helping or like feels like it's helping absolutely like that is wonderful advice i mean i've been doing that for years like you know i like write out these long things right and i had usually store them in my phone and then when i'm done with it i just delete it but it's sort of like that but yeah it's been it's been very cathartic i like been got back in touch uh with this girl that i was friends with when i was at in camp america and uh that's been really great and 
because she like had this really impactful moment in the book <laughs> in my life uh and so i was telling her about it and that's been it's been great it's been really cool i but the other reason i was saying it was because i there's a chapter about our podcast and the chapter about you know one tree hill and your and our friendship and how how great it's been and and all of that stuff um and i thought that's really interesting maybe i could i should read that chapter on the podcast at some point because it's about our community that we've built and uh and then i was like is that too much and i was like maybe i should read the whole book and i was like no maybe that's <laughs> i think i don't think i should i don't know anyway that's that so i back to football i love you and uh let's talk more of football i'm gonna make more of a conscious effort okay good good because there's just awkwardness awkward silence and then you know we pay and then you go and that's it okay we got dave in the middle (laughs) okay you named him okay well i i i've heard you and what just watch the space okay you're now going to get podcast Simon, which is, you know, real Simon. I just dialed normally and I won't dial it down at football. No, that's fine. But that's what I want. Like, those pricks wouldn't have a clue what, you know, that we do any of that outside of football and, and general life. They they wouldn't have a clue. And I think they'd be amazed. And they'd be like, oh, what the hell? You know, and they wouldn't understand that we have this community of uh, of listeners and people that we've connected together and you know there's even someone who's from Poland lives in England that's gone to New York to meet someone who also listens to our podcast who lives in New York and they met another person who listens to our podcast that lives in New York so crazy you know it's it's just something that we've done we've just managed to connect some dots and people have clicked and it and it's and it's working for people and it's great you know it's it's a nice thing I don't think it's a, a bad thing at all I think it's a good thing Hell no, definitely. Well, you know, I you don't know if you would have seen on Instagram, but that, that's happened twice this week that our listeners have met up. Because so Magda has gone over to see LDG in New York, and they met up with Sarah. So that's amazing. Love that. I'm hoping that they're going to show up together on the watch along tonight. Yeah, I think they will. They if, must if do. At all, but I think they will. Uh, and then. But did you also know that Crystal met up with Kara in Wilmington oh. this week and they toured the One Tree Hill filming locations together? I did not. That's good. That's really cool. Uh, and obviously, like, Cap's met Crystal, I think, as well, hasn't she? And Kara. Yeah, I so think they all, at, the, like, at, like, the quiz convention. Who's from Australia and went to America and, you know, yeah. It's just connecting the dots, people, connecting the dots. It's a lovely thing. Super dope. It's so cool. It's so cool. But on that note, get to what you were saying just oh, before oh, back to we me. started okay, right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, second, that's what we do Go here. back to you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sure, probably. I like um, to control things. I'll I, find out in my book. I was saying that um, I, I miss our conversations and I miss us talking, but I haven't necessarily missed podcasting. Now, I, I don't I don't consider so in my head this is a conversation this is a conversation between two friends yes we're recording it and it goes out as a podcast and blah 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 but to me this isn't really part of a podcast me the the podcast is the One Tree Hill bit I love doing the the films and stuff but the, like the One Tree Hill I haven't I haven't at any point over the three weeks that we've not podcasted and you're grinning and you're laughing at me but I'm just being honest I haven't at any point gone God I miss you know chatting about one tree hill and you know putting that together and you know um giving my predictions and this that and the other not not once not once and that might disappoint some people and uh, and i can only apologize but this is just kind of how i've felt i've, I've actually really enjoyed having that kind of <laughs> that break from it no I, I mean you laugh but i, I mm-hmm. have i've genuinely enjoyed having the break from it i've i've been you know focused at work focused at uh doing other stuff not sort of going oh, i have to finish it this time on a wednesday because you know i've got podcasting or whatever and just kind of just enjoying that little bit of wednesday <laughs> night free time 
<laughs> it's just like weird. The podcast has been detrimental to your work life. Like you've been better. No, no, I don't mean that at all. Really. I mean, I, I like work. Um, work isn't the be all and end all, is it? Um, I mean, I keep joking that I'm not going to have a job soon. Like technology will take over from me, and that's it. But um, like. Uh, I just think I I just I really enjoy just having the time on a Wednesday evening, um, mm-hmm. and suddenly then it it, it becomes a oh shit I better get onto Zoom otherwise Simon will tell me off for being late or <laughs> oh yeah okay so that's like I, I'll I'll talk to you later because you know four hours five hours of my evening is now gone. <laughs> Wait okay but let me ask a question. So if the podcast was like mighty nineties, like how it was before, where it was just you and me doing a movie each week. Would you consider that podcasting? Is it is it the One Tree Hill element, or is it just the podcast element in general? What that I don't enjoy. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah, supping his beer. Um, <laughs> like if it was I, just we, not, there was no watch along. It not, was just you and me. We did two hours on a film every week, and that was it. Yeah. Would you? Would that be different? It would feel different. Yeah, certainly would feel different. I think because there's no, there's no like, there's no like commitment pressure to that, is there? You know, if I couldn't do the two hours, mm-hmm. I'd be like, I can't do the two hours. Can we do it another day? Can we move it here? Can we do it on a Sunday night? Can we do this on a, you know, there's flexibility mm. in that as much as you like to yeah. have the, the routine and the schedule and stuff like that. But it's, it's just you and me. We yeah, could exactly. keep a release schedule, but it doesn't matter about, we got to tell whoever, everyone that the watch alongs move into a different, it's just a one, two people relationship. One of my favorite times of us podcasting, even One Tree Hill was when we did like uh, five in a week and then they just got the office. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. We we did we did one, then did the next one, then did the next one, did the next one because we had the like the freedom to do it. I was off from work, you were off. I mean, you don't work anyway, but um, so <laughs> it was just easy, wasn't it? And we bashed them out. You then had a baby, didn't see you for a, a few weeks, but the, the content just kept rolling. It was all scheduled to go, and mm-hmm. it was it was all you know job was a good end. And that was a really I really enjoyed that time really enjoyed that and that was a shit time in my life as well it was a shit time i had a horrible mm-hmm. job absolutely hated it covid was coming mm-hmm. or had happened covid had happened yeah had i think happened. we were it, we were still in it like but on the way out the next lockdown probably and you know so it yeah, was like yeah. chest pains and everything was horrible but that like in terms oh, yeah. of podcasting it was like really quick and let's get through this and it was it was funny and we were together and it was good and it was like okay let's pizza let's, let's do the next one that was pizza there was a lot of sprite <laughs> um yeah, yeah it was good it was it was really really good so i'm not so, so what can like, we do to bring it round though because it's important to me that that you in, like well firstly i guess there's a couple things one we're in the final third of one tree hill but maybe it means we don't do a tv show after this because yeah, I want you. We, I want you to enjoy it. I don't I, like. Don't don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. I I enjoy talking to our ravens. I enjoy talking to you, of course. I enjoy the silliness that comes from it. it you know, even even when I was listening back to something the other week, like just a random episode from season five, I think it was, and I I heard a stupid joke um that we made and even message you and say that, that you made i made okay I made. Uh, <laughs> you were laughing at your own joke i thought yes. it was really funny i laughed at my own joke whilst we were recording it and it was funny then you know and it was funny again <laughs> hearing it again uh so i do enjoy it don't get me wrong i really do enjoy it and i do enjoy our like watch alongs and stuff like that because it's it's it just it, it's just fascinating isn't it people actually coming to the watch along to watch me watch the next episode because I've never seen it and mm-hmm. I have no idea what's going to happen. So it's a really interesting yep. concept and it is fascinating. I really enjoy it. But all I'm saying is I have actually quite enjoyed having the Wednesday <laughs> evenings to myself or doing whatever, or being available mm-hmm. elsewhere and not kind of tied in and locked into this five, six hour clump of night and then feeling like absolute <laughs> dog shit on a Thursday. That's all I'm saying. It's just that that element of it, I've not missed at all. What What if um, I completely hear you and I'm not disappointed at all. I mean, like as in, I'm only disappointed that 
I, I want you to enjoy it and to be happy and everything. But I like completely understand and I get it. And sometimes I feel that way. Like I said to you the other day in voice note, I think that I would never listen back to any of our One Tree Hill episodes. I would listen back to some of them ones in season one, like later down, years down the line, just mm-hmm. because they were f- different because we were in person. And so it was a bit of a different energy than doing it over Zoom. But there's there's weeks that I know that I wasn't in a good mood. Um, and that's not necessarily to do with any with you or anything within the podcast, but just, you know, I don't know, something's just happened in the day and or, you know, at home or at work or whatever. And it's hard to just turn it on. I mean, that's why I didn't train to be a teacher in the end, because I can't just turn on and do the performance you know you know we met the whole thing of let's do art you know i can't do that and so i can't do it on the podcast either so i know that if i listen back i'd be able to tell oh i wasn't in a good mood that night or i wasn't enjoying it but you but we have to keep to a schedule but at the same time it is a blessing because you can do a podcast and that's great but not hardly any podcasts have anyone that listen to them Mm. and we do we have listeners and we've met some amazing people that that we consider friends and that's beautiful and there's something we never expected but maybe there's something we could do like what if we recorded what if we recorded in person like we could alternate like i could bring a microphone and my and don't know if my laptop would survive but i could bring a microphone and somehow plug it into yours or something and and record there and you could do the same and come here and uh you know plug your microphone in here or whatever we'd work it out and we could record in person um but that doesn't help with you getting up in the morning and stuff well i think we could make the episode shorter we made we made steps didn't we to to mix it up a bit so like every third week or whatever was a film one that we were gonna do and that that's brilliant that's great because that's just you and me but it's that then we'd like lead into like a watch along or something else and like i said i really enjoy the watch ones but because i have to start work on a thursday fairly early not always now which is which is better i don't get the chance to have that communication and that kind of almost like bond building that you do because you spend a bit longer with with everyone so i, I kind of go hi everyone how's it going yeah, yeah yeah great 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 great. let's watch the episode now episode's finished okay i've got to go now bye and it's kind of like kind of feel like a bit of a letdown as well sometimes for that for that reason yeah. I, I know it's not necessarily the case but i've kind of got to go well you know unfortunately i've got a mortgage to pay and that you know so <laughs> I, need, I need to be like awake and ready for for work the next day so i, I can't just hang about till like one thirty in the morning you know like we've done previously I've, sure. I've got you know i've got to go Definitely. so it's difficult it's, i just find it I, I just find it a really difficult balance and i think because like my week is just is genuinely full it's just always full like tuesday it's the only evening i don't do anything like in the week usually everything else is like full of something happening um maybe i just what, need what to if we did it and cancel more things <laughs> what no well, what if we what if we change the times and what if like i know that this might mess people up because we we try we do it late on purpose for our north american uh listeners and ravens but what if we just i mean we record it i know it's different to the live experience but what if we do it an hour early like what if we say we podcast eight till ten so that's two hours and then we watch along at ten and then you know forty to forty to 45 minutes of an episode half an hour of chat you'd be finished by quarter past 11 have i done the maths wrong on that <laughs> yeah quarter past 11 be finished at quarter past 11 and then i mean what time do you normally go to bed on a normal night let's between about 11 midnight? and 12 yeah about 12 right so then it could be you're done then you know you'd be asleep by midnight in 45 minutes to uh what's the word cool down Un- unwind unwind yeah so for me like ideal that would be ideal but let's for, do it then yeah but for our american listeners which we which we have the majority of it, it wouldn't be great and then that even our australian listeners who would then have to get up 
oh, yeah. so committed as well. That's that's even earlier for them to get up. So it's just kind of like we're at that. So what if one one on one off then? What about if there's a, a balance? Like so, it's fair. Like one week it's at ten, one week it's at 11, or half ten. Split the difference. What, what I don't know, but I mean ultimately, and I don't mean this to sound selfish. And I put this. <laughs> we had, <laughs> we had a uh, hmm, a conversation in our Discord, uh, uh, a debate, a healthy debate over something we must have said about a year ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's hard to remember, isn't it? Because we <laughs> podcast all the time. Yeah, well, we were going back and forth with one of our ravens, and it was a really good conversation. It's great to hear different sides of the coin and and this that and the other. Um, but I said in there that selfishly, we do the podcast for ourselves. Like we do it for our Ravens community, and it's wonderful that people, you know, love it or into it and and support. And we are so beyond grateful for that. But ultimately, we we started this because it's fun to do between us, and it's to deepen our friendship, and it's just it's fun. It's a social thing to do and uh and yeah so you need to be happy doing it otherwise we're also not going to get a good podcast yeah. we're not going to get a good product from it if you're not happy like i'm happy to to like either meet in the middle or do alternate or whatever i i, I don't mind look we've d- we've done it this time for a while now um but yeah sometimes i just find it difficult that's all I just find it a bit of a Let's challenge give it a go. and like balancing the rest of the week. But I don't want I don't want people to miss out. That's the other thing as well. As as much as I come across as this cold hearted, soulless <laughs> husk of a human being, I actually do care and I don't want people to, to miss out or not have the opportunity to join because it's too late or too early or um whatever that may be. Yeah, well, too early would be the case for pretty much everyone across the world except us in the UK. So uh, and Europe, uh, yeah. I just I feel like, yeah. I just I don't want the people that commit to joining already so much. I don't want cat. them to be. It's basically it's cat. cat. Yeah, it's it's cat. Ba- we've cat's told fault. Cat, cat that if just, she if doesn't, went, I'm not going to join anymore. I'll be like, oh, brilliant. Let's fuck this off then. You know, but <laughs> yeah. But that's, well, well, that's let's it, let's have it? a chat with Cat tonight. Let's see. Uh, but I think it's it's. It's, you've got to be happy so that we can get a good podcast and so it's good this is good so that let's see and i'm grateful for you being real and being honest about it because first time ever i think yeah <laughs> right can i tell can i tell you can i tell you my coronation story i've been Please. waiting to tell you this been waiting i've only told this to my family because also, it's, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, I'm not trying to, like, flex or anything. Um, but right. So, the coronation has been really in the background this whole time. I've had a lot of shit happen this year. Firstly, thank you to everyone that's been reaching out. I've had loads of messages from people being super kind, super supportive. Um, and it has been a, t- a tough year. Dom, obviously, you know what's been going on. We've been dealing with... Uh, with loss and it's been emotional and yeah that's where we're at so but touch wood you know working to get to a to a better place Um, and then in the midst of that I was semi-seriously quite ill this year and then we also had like hand foot and mouth like a month after that and then we moved house and had some confrontational stuff at work and all of this stuff so really and we moved house and and in the background has been this coronation thing i did it's like the book i didn't want to go i didn't want to go my mum wanted me to go been over this you know i kind of felt that i declined the medal but at the same time i was on the honors list and uh i'm kind of uh, i'm kind of claiming the feeling like to claim that uh, like a little bit now like the fuck the medal and all of that shit but to be on the honors list um is about as highly recognized as you can be in this country uh, i mean i was 
at the bottom of the honors list. <laughs> Let's not get it twisted. But I wasn't at the top there. But it's still... And to be there at my age as well, because I was on there when I was like 32, um, is pretty good. And I only realized that when I was at the coronation because the coronation, there was 2,000 people there. Half of that were like, you know, the world leaders from around the world uh, as well as, you know, all the MPs and whatever. And then like the other half were people from the honors list um so like knights and dames and whatever and the first thing i noticed when i was there was oh god i'm like the youngest person here by at least like two decades yeah without a doubt as well without a doubt i I mean it's something you should definitely be be proud of it's a huge achievement you've done a lot you've worked hard for it um and it got recognized and that's that's a great thing that's that's not something anyone can ever 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 take away from you um and i also think you did the right thing by saying no thank you you know, and I hope when they offer you an MBE, you do the same, and an OBE, you do the same, <laughs> and a knighthood, you do the same, because, you know, it all has the same link and connotation. Yeah, exactly. If they could just acknowledge that. I mean, I solved the monarchy, by the way. Uh, I, <laughs> I said to Ephany, after all of that stuff, after being at the coronation, which I'll get to, I said, all they need to do, like the monarchy, it's so simple, they just need to come out here and say to the world, hey, we have a really fucked up history, uh, and it's bullshit, and hey, we're here now in 2023, and everyone can see that. So every country around the world that we colonized and pillaged, etc., we're going to give you reparations. It doesn't make it any better, but at least it's something to help build your economy. So each country is going to get whatever percent of all the money that we bring in. Also, we're going to sell off some jewels and shit uh, and some paintings and shit and give all these artifacts back and pump this money out. And everything we do now is all this touristy stuff. We're giving the money to you and we're sorry. It doesn't make it right, but the fact that they don't acknowledge it is what's really fucked up and that they won't be like, hey, slavery, hey, this, that is fucked. They don't. They just brush it away. Um and then they should also just be like, hey, also, we know none of this really means anything. It's like tradition, um, and we get that. We're here to do charity work, and good. that's all they really need to do. And then, anyway. So I get this invitation in the post, uh, and it's like crazy. It's got it's like all in, in, embossed and everything, and it's like, Simon Jackson Turner, by command of the king, your presence is requested and all this sort of stuff. And it's like, it's pretty cool. I didn't really get it, though. Other people were, like, losing their mind over it. Um, Like, we'll get to that in a minute. But so, right, this is all happening. But it's the coronation is one week before we're moving house. And as you will be able to attest, it was everywhere like as in every shop window every pub every wherever it's like charles's face it's the union jack it's like and and so it wasn't really until them times i was like this actually i guess kind of is our culture it's like i always think i always thought britain doesn't really have any culture and that's a really ignorant thing to say every country has its culture i guess this is like our thing is all of this you know crowns and all of this stuff again i didn't really think much of it i i had to get up i going through the invitation i had to get up at 4 45 a.m uh yes to get into london because i had to get through security at half seven in the morning and security is like a whole thing uh of you know metal detectors and all of this stuff because all these world leaders are there and all of that glove did anyone no nobody gloved up well they didn't they didn't offer the glove if they'd have offered the glove you would have well i mean he the guy was eating a sandwich just before so (laughs) i would have appreciated the glove you know in subway when you say you're vegetarian they switch the gloves i just just put on a different glove my man (laughs) (laughs) no it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't that bad but it was it was it was pretty strict and everybody there was like i said was older and i was in a suit a full suit 
and I felt almost a bit underdressed oh. <laughs> because people were there in like tops and tails kind of situation and everyone had all of their medals on and whatever. And I was standing there like, I haven't got a fucking medal and what? I declined that shit, you fuckers. Anyway, get through <laughs> and there's like the Abbey um, and, you know, it's a whole thing. There's TV cameras everywhere and whatever. And I'm there on my own. It's not like there's any plus ones or anything to this. And I'm like, okay, and I, and I get through, and they they I get my ticket, and I didn't realize that there were different tickets. I thought that it was just you get there and you sit wherever, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, I was naive. I just thought it was just first come, first served. I don't know, but I realized that the tickets are different colors, mm. and depending on what color you have depends on where you sit in the abbey, right? And now, I don't know, did you see any of it on TV or on the news or anything? Do you know what? I, I went to jiu-jitsu in the morning uh, and did jiu-jitsu and that finished about 11. I came back, I turned the telly on um, and it was just at the point of crowning, putting the old bad boy on his head. I fell asleep. Yeah. I fell asleep. I hadn't slept very well, <laughs> hadn't slept very well for, for, for a couple of nights and I, I fell asleep uh, and I missed the whole thing. I missed, I missed everything from literally that point. I mean, I mean, I'd missed everything before it. Watched him about to be crowned, and this crown would go on his head, and Camilla, and then I woke up, and it was like credits. <laughs> <laughs> a Spike Lee joint, um, <laughs> or, or a Michael Scott joint. <laughs> great Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> That's it. Great Scott. Uh, so right, okay. So I get in and there's like ushers in there and I'm like, oh, you know, here's my ticket. And they're like, okay, come come this way. And they take me to the bit and I'm like, oh, I'm walking for a while. <laughs> like, And I, they put me in this room at the back and it was in a room with a TV, like in the back of the abbey. So I couldn't see anything. It was in a room at the back of the abbey with a TV to watch it. Like as if you're watching it on TV. Yeah. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And the thing I was most pissed off about was I woke up at (laughs) 4.45 and I could have watched this at home, not in a suit. I was up begging F to like iron my suit at like quarter to midnight, you know. So what the fuck? And then also, I was like, my mum's going to be watching this. My mum and dad like desperately trying to see me on TV and whatever. It's like, fuck's sake i literally sat down for like 20 seconds if that and i thought fuck this uh and so i stood up looked around and i'd got in a bit early because i was quite early um and i just i just saw there was all the ushers and security there and so i just put my phone in my hand like to look as if i was like on it and to look as if i knew what i was doing and i just walked with purpose like just walked like I knew where I was going. And as I was going past the security, I just sort of put my phone to my ear, like as if I was, you know, you can't talk to me, I'm too busy. And I I like walked through and I was like, right, I'm just going to sit in any seat I can find that's close so I can see something. And as I walked through, I was like, where do I sit? Where do I sit? And I don't know where I'm going, you know, it's like just a massive cathedral, whatever it is. And then I see like the throne right in front of me and I was like, fuck, I can't sit here. <laughs> I'm going to be in like... W- sit in the throne. I'm going to sit there. <laughs> That's where I want to be. I'm on TV, man. <laughs> man was escorted out by security today for <laughs> sitting on the throne. Well, I thought, I can't sit around here because I'll be in like William or Kate's seat or something. Nice. So I thought, fuck, fuck, fuck. So I walk a little bit further and I just, I see some like golden gate thing that's just before where the throne is and a red carpet and there's like seats on either side. And I'm like, okay, this is where everyone's going to walk down. I'll sit here. Like not in like the first row, in like the, the third or fourth row. And there's no one really sat there yet. So I sit down and my heart is in my, in my mouth. I'm like shitting it. And I look down and I see on, on all of the chairs, it says reserved for MPs. And I'm like, fuck, well, I don't look like an mp do i um and so i looked over and there's some other seats just to the right and there's no one sat there yet so i just quickly move over there and sit there 
and then I just sit and we were given like this program of you know the procession and everything like, and I'm like just p- thing. right and I'm just pretending to flip through it just being like please someone sit with me please someone sit with me because I, I'm just on my own right and I'm so scared I'm, I'm gonna get kicked out I'm gonna get kicked out um and then this guy comes over and he's just like oh excuse me do you mind are these seats taken and I looked at him and I was like this guy looks so familiar. I was like, what do I know him from? And I was like, no, no, please. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. And he sits down and I'm like thinking, who the fuck is, who is this? Um, I was like, I know. I didn't. And, uh, and then the guy that sat next to him, I recognize him too. And they're talking to each other. And uh, he's like, yeah. So one guy to the other saying, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm in training at the moment. Uh, I'm doing this thing that Houdini wouldn't even dare to do. Uh, I'm doing this breath control. And I'm thinking, this who is this and i can't google because there's like no no signal in there and then it just clicked in my head and i was like that's fucking dynamo (laughs) what the fuck i was like he's sat one down like one guy next to me and then the guy there and i was like what the fuck i was like already this is an amazing story even if i get kicked out this is an amazing story (laughs) and and so they're talking for a few minutes and i'm like I'm just going to have to get in the conversation. I just have to. Like, come on. And so I was just like, it went quiet for a second and I just turned and went, long day, huh? It's <laughs> <laughs> my opener. And they're like, yeah. And I was like, uh, they're like, what are you here for? And I said, oh, I, I, I was the basketball coach for the Special Olympics and um, I was like, and I started just babbling because I was like, nervous and i was like yeah and we i was like we played america and we won and did and and dynamo was like oh you you thrashed america yeah yeah and i was like "Uh (laughs) uh-huh and then i was like and i guess i know why you're here and what i meant was because i guess because you're famous and famous people get invited i and but i realized that was dumb it was actually there because they were part of the prince's trust Mm. and did this that and the other and they were talking about that and i was like oh that's really cool and i was like and I was like, and you're, you're, you're Dynamo, right? And he was like, he's like, yeah. And I was like, that's so cool. And I was like, to the guy next to me, and I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. I was like, I know you too, though, right? And he was like, yeah, I'm in a band. And I was like, oh, cool. Thinking, am I going to have to ask? And he was like, <laughs> and he was like, the stereophonics. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Which arguably he's more famous than Dynamo, right? Uh, yeah, almost certainly. Like, definitely. <laughs> More famous than Dynamo. <laughs> uh, <what's>, uh, <laughs> so then... <laughs> you sat next I was to like, Kelly Jones and didn't know who it was. <laughs> it's so good. But you know what's even funnier? They had a, he had, there was a stereophonic song featured in One Tree Hill in like season two. Someone pointed it out to me on Instagram later. Like I could have asked him. I should have said, hey, did you know? Uh, I could have fucking interviewed him. But I then people start sitting down people start sitting down and ahead of me uh there's oh what's her name thompson emma thompson uh and then there's lionel richie nice and there's ann and deck and there and then like all the prime ministers and i'm literally i'm not joking six foot away from there's tony blair there's boris johnson there's rishi there's uh yeah well yeah Yeah. but (laughs) I get it, but it was still I was still kind of like starstruck because even with like the douche the douchery of Boris Johnson, who is a complete twat, and even in person you could see you are just such a dick. <laughs> but I mean, I, we were hanging on his every word in lockdown because it was like whatever he's about to announce is about to either save my business or destroy my business mm. or you know whatever for all of us. Right? It's still he is an incredibly famous person, and then down comes. Prince Harry, Kate, William, you know, and then Charles. Uh, right, it was just all insane. But we're there for hours, literally hours before they get there. And me and Kelly Jones just got into all of it. We went into so deep conversation. We was talking about uh, his. We we're talking about our kids. He was. T- I was like, so do you still rehearse? Yeah, I rehearse over here, there, and the other. He was telling me about. Uh, I was talking about passion for this, that, and the other, and uh about 
you know, what I do and what he does. And he said, yeah, I think Picasso said it's about finding your life's passion and then you have to give it away and all of this different stuff. And we got on so well. We was, I was crap. I made a joke, right, about there were people going into this other at like hallway and I was like, because we were all hungry and I was like, oh, I bet they've uh, found the secret tuck shop, right? <laughs> I've, one minute later, right, he didn't know I could hear him. Kelly Jones stole and retold my joke to Dynamo. <laughs> <laughs> what I'd love is Dynamo told that to whoever was to his right or whatever, and it just carried on. Yeah. Like Tony Blair turns to Boris Johnson and goes, <laughs> I bet that's the secret talk show. <laughs> <laughs> well, what was so, so funny was like Lionel, Lionel Richie's like sat opposite. Yeah. And they're like, on the other side of the carpet thing and the woman next to me uh who's not famous you know like regular person but also on the honors list was telling me what she did and she did all this stuff in You're lockdown like, to help shut her up, community woman, and I'm talking to Kelly Jones. you're boring <laughs> as fuck <laughs> well she she turned to i said oh do you can you see, you see lionel richie's over there and she was like wow i like, didn't hadn't noticed i was like it's crazy Hello. and she was like she was like um Oh, I'm just never good with knowing about celebrities and whatever. And I was almost trying to signal her and be like, well, you sat one down from two famous people right now. <laughs> but I never told her because I couldn't just be like, oh. in case. Anyway, so it goes on and on and on. Um, when Charles comes down, the craziest thing is, I still think I'm going to get kicked out. But at this point, I'm like, everyone's in. It's packed. There's not a single seat missing now. Mm. I'm like, okay, I think I'm safe. Um, and if not, I've still got a great story to tell. Um, but when Charles comes down, everyone's bowing and curtsying. And there was like an orchestra playing. So it felt like we was in a movie. It was so surreal. And I've been describing it as it was an inverted Mexican wave. Because as he went, all these people were bowing. It was crazy. Um the crown on his head was worth like a hundred million or something. It was all just nuts. Two twos that goes down, gets the crown, comes out, and then at the end, the like these fans start coming over to like Kelly Jones and being like, "I just love you so much," and asking for pictures with him and all this sort of stuff. But we're still like sort of stood. And I was thinking, should I ask for a picture? Is that just cringe? We've just been talking for like four hours, and I thought. Um, and also I didn't even know who he was really. Um, and then he says to me, Hey man, we should take a picture. Um, and so he asked to take a picture with me. I think he was doing it for me really, but he didn't. And he was like, Dynamo get in and Dynamo took my phone and took the picture. Nice. And so that was cool. I was like, I didn't even have to. And then on the way out, I got, I, I was like, I saw Lionel Richie. I was like, I'm going to get a picture. He's like, yeah, massive fan. Got a picture with him. And then I just came home just on like cloud nine uh, <laughs> because I was just like, this was just such a surreal experience. I was sat at the front. I wasn't meant to. Uh, and, and I was all over TV, uh, particularly ITV. And I had my, when I got out and my signal, my phone was just blowing up with people being like sending me the pictures and my, and because I was sat next to Kelly Jones and Dynamo, the camera kept going to them. And then I was just there next to them. Uh, my mum was like messaging me going, get off of your phone, you're on TV. <laughs> and then the final bit was then I get back and in the UK, everyone was doing street parties, um, or particularly round here where I live. Um, did any round here? I was really surprised because they did for the, like the last Jubilee. Jubilee. They did, they did for, I think that like they got together for the funeral and shit like that, but there was nothing for the coronation. I was surprised. Well, they had this street. No, no, no. They had this street party in the street where I uh, just moved from, and I was and we came, got there, and was in my normal clothes now. And they were like, um, everyone was talking about him, whatever. And I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to be braggy. And F was just like, well, you know, Simon was just there. And they were like, <laughs> what? And she's like, yeah, I'll get the invite. And then she brought the invite out. And it, these were like older people, like p retired people, and like pro piss. proper proper. <laughs> <laughs> they're like proper British middle class, right? Yeah. And they were just all like, it was like bringing out, I don't know, like 
the gold the bible or something (laughs) they they were like scared to touch it and they were all just like handwritten bible (laughs) (laughs) it was they were like it was like it was crazy um so i i I guess what i'm saying is is i don't think i realized how the effect or i guess the historical significance of it until i was there and afterwards um and so now I'm really glad that I went because it was such a crazy experience. And I guess it was made that because I didn't just sit in the back room and watch it on the TV. If it had just been that, I don't. it wouldn't have been anything. But it was like this... Oh, and here's the final part. There was all these headlines the day after. I don't know if you saw any of this. That Katy Perry couldn't get a seat and was walking around for an hour and a half. I guess where she would have been sat. <laughs> So my parents were like, I stole Katy Perry's seat. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's my coronation story. Sorry, it took longer than I thought. There no, you go. it's so good. What a great story and like memories and a memory that you'll have forever. And that's like fantastic. That's so good. And to sit next to sort of Dynamo and think, I recognize this guy. <laughs> Not really. I went to see Dynamo at the um, Hammersmith Apollo years ago. I took, I took my dad because my dad like, was obsessed with him i'm surprised when he took your phone he didn't like leave it in a coke bottle or something like that you know We're like <laughs> good, good luck getting that out you know <laughs> fucking walk off but he was like sensational he's fantastic he he was quite ill wasn't he he's been quite ill lately and he mm. sort of um had a few problems and stuff but like he's like an unbelievable magician i would have said to kelly jones i don't like stereophonics can you move so i could sit in between you <laughs> and chat to dynamo <laughs> but, well, I mean, he, what, he what had a, great... a gold rolex on nice what a great story, though. What and it it sounds like you had a a, a good time and, and well done. Like all I can say is well done for being brave enough to go. Yeah, I'm not sitting in this fucking back room. I'm I'm gonna go and sit over there. <laughs> yeah, it was worth it. It was crazy. Yeah, I was definitely shitting it. And then afterwards, I when I googled the stereophonics and stuff, I was like, oh yeah, they're like a big deal. I had like eight UK number one <laughs> albums and well, I didn't know who Dom. Do I? They're a big See, and in deck, I know Pete. I know PJ and Duncan, but <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but they like, right, I, like they are a they big are, deal. I really don't like the Seraphonics, but they are a big deal. They're like they're mega famous, mate. They're like a list in this country. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh well, because yeah. that that was the other thing. They uh, they when they sat down, they were like, "Oh look," and they were looking at where they'd just been papped by the paparazzi on the way in, <laughs> and <laughs> Kelly Jones was saying it was lucky that he had the program down because his flies were undone. And he was just like, oh, that was really lucky. So, but he was really nice. They were both really nice, but particularly him, uh, Kelly Jones was really nice. It's nice Um, that he offered the picture as well. That's that's like, like you said, it was like, might have been out of kindness and him saying, oh, look, we should have one because you you might have been a bit shy to ask for one or like might not have been, might not have felt right to ask for one. So it's nice that he's he's done that. And I, I, I just don't like the the music it's not for me it's not it's not my kind of music it's not something i would choose to listen to um but you know fair play to him and if he's a decent bloke then yeah great it's good it's good stuff but what a really great story nice guy, really yeah. enjoyable story mate. thank you well good well should we we best called it here to then get into one tree hill because this next episode there's some stuff to talk about jesus yes yes yes, yes. let's do it Well, thank you for listening, my friends, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Good catch up.